Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Set up the car, drug addicts. You lost it. You just playing something. I didn't else. lose it. Number ten, the lady eat the wall. How do I look? Fine. TV cameras. Hey, Ken. An early pedestrian here in the 500, the well-known stroker racer, really walloped the wall to the back straight away. What happened out there? Well, one of the tires equalized, Kenny, and that guy shoved me into the wall. It seemed to us you were having to fight the automobile from the very beginning. Were you having handling problems? Not, not true, Ken. Uh, when Lugs Harvey sets up a car, uh, your mother could drive it. Lugs Harvey, of course, the chief mechanic for stroker race. How about it? Well, if Stroker Race can't drive a car, nobody can. Well, there you have it. That's the story for the veteran Stroker Race and his venerable chief mechanic, Lugs Harvey. Now back to the tower. Just once. Just once. I wish you guys would tell us the real story. Shit. Hey, welcome, everybody. Uh, latest edition of the Loose Lug Nuts podcast. This is going to be a review preview. We're all super busy. We're shoehorning. Shoehorning? Shoehorning. Corralling. Yeah, we're, we're wedging this episode into just all sorts of stuff. We got people at golf tournaments, people at basketball tournaments, people doing baseball games. Babies on the way. Baby. Oh, yeah. Someone's having a baby. Uh, look at this guy. So I'm here with Tyler Pig. We don't know where Evan's at. He's en route from some pro day uh, on his way to the NCAA March Madness tournament. He well, we're going to catch up. He's going to the, he claims he's going to March Madness. Is what I yeah. Hear. Anyhow, <laughs> we'll see what Rick Barnes does to him. Uh, we are going to recap real quick, Phoenix. We're going to catch you up on some news, and then we're going to preview they're headed out to. I don't like ATL or Hotlanta. We're we're uh, just called Atlanta. I mean, how hard is it to call it Atlanta? It's, it's Thomas. It's not in Atlanta. Well, that's it's true. in Hampton. Oh, you know what is going to be sad this week? Although they might do drop-ins, we won't get to see the Dawsonville pool hall. No, no Dawsonville pool hall. There shots. won't be also- ninety-two thousand Dawsonville pool shots unless they go and say, "Hey." And we're going to go to Dawsonville to see how sad these people are that Chase Elliott uh, prefers. Also, do you know how far, do you know how far Dawsonville is from actually where the track is Atlanta? Like, well, it's, I'm probably a, as close I, as, it's probably as close as Grand Canyon University to the actual Grand Canyon. You're correct. I'm going to get a Google, quick Google search on the pod here really fast. Because you're actually almost nearly two hours away from Dawsonville to Hampton. Yeah. So you're 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 like you're like a solid two hour drive. So we're gonna so let's go straight to last week's cup race. It was United Reynolds five hundred, and I think Jayski must listen to us because on his thing he put uh United uh rentals five hundred parentheses K to let us know it's kilometers. So thank you, Jayski, for listening. So the qualifying they're really fast. Kyle Larson in the Hendrick uh, car 
he uh, wins the pull. Denny Hamlin's also in the front row, second row. There's his buddy, William Byron, Brad Kozlowski in the second row, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain in the third row. Zane Smith, uh, he's in the 78 car for this race, and he goes to the rear. In stage one, we get underway. William Byron and Kyle Larson dominate again on the start. They got Hendrick looking pretty good early on. Wonder why. We'll talk about that more later. Lap 10, most of the cars, only four-tenths of a second off the fastest lap turned ever uh, at Phoenix already. Lap 11, Joey Logano losing his, uh, you said, talent in the rundown TD is all over Martin <laughs> He was all over Truex. Like, if he I was Truex, was I would have wrecked him at that point. Early in the race then, to be uh, wrecking people, but he was all up in his grill. I felt like we were, like, finishing a stage or really finishing <laughs> in the race, and we were literally on lap 11. Yeah. And then Joey Logano almost spun out Martin Truex twice. And then uh, on a lap 27, William Byron really pushed his lead out. He's looking good for the second straight week. Nearly three, sec- three seconds ahead of teammate Kyle Larson. Then lap 37, Chris Busher, a guy we hadn't talked about a lot, but RFK must have heard the preview podcast when I dumped on him about how they needed to pick up some speed. Chris Busher, pretty good so far in this race. Except and Kozlowski, spots. the whole stage was in like sixth place, seventh place. So they, mm-hmm. they were looking good. Yeah, Busher started 21st, went up to uh, 14th pretty fast in the first stage. Yeah, and then we get uh, lap 38, Kevin Harvick, as expected. The closer has the fastest car. He has the and it, the reason he has the fastest car, he has the least amount of fall off from the beginning of the race. Lap 53, got, we got BJ McLeod having issues. He could bring out the yellow, bring out some drama at the end of the stage. Maybe some people short pit, maybe some people don't. But they don't throw the yellow, which that would have been fun if they did at the end of the race. But uh, <laughs> he he doesn't uh, bring out the yellow. It's going to be a long single little file to snooze fest for the rest of the stage. Uh, William Byron wins the stage. Kyle Larson, where have we seen this before? Hendrick won two. Christopher Bell third. Hamlin fourth. Reddick fifth. Blaney Chastain, Harvick, Kozlowski, and Bush, uh, Kyle Busch also get stage points. I thought the stage one takeaways of this, Hendrick, obviously very fast. We'll talk about that more later. How about Tyler Reddick? Yeah. He's got life. He's got life. He was He's our guy that we life. thought. A lot of issues in this race, but he kept fighting through the issues. Had a lot of issues. And then the other, the other thing too, Brad Keselowski really ran the top 10 the entire stage. And Chris Busher, I think he finished 12th, I think, in stage one. Yeah, um, he so was RFK lingering. Uh, he lingered 10 through 15 for most of the race. So, yeah, they, yeah they're definitely improved from last year. Um, Stuart Haas might want to go talk to him, get some tips. Get some tips, huh? Speaking of tips on the stage two, you know why? Speaking of broadcasting tips here, guys, this is what we call a tease. You know why you have the number one pit stall boy, says Clint Boyer. And then I forgot, Danica Patrick's a female. Interesting <laughs> take to start off stage two is, is everybody comes to the pit lane. That's why they do or don't do gentlemen start your engines anymore, Clint. It's driver yeah. start your engines. Well, Welcome I, to 2023. I will say I found that this, I think this was the best broadcast of the year. There was less stepping on people. There was less trying to be funny. It was more of a series, but I think maybe, like, I think Mike Joy is starting to get angry. He's angry elf on Twitter. He actually was condescending a little bit in the, uh, during the broadcast. We'll talk about that later, but yeah, I, as far as production, I thought of maybe they're listening to people. They went through the field a little more than they had been and, uh, less stepping on people. Um, so who knows? We'll see. 
Hey, here's my only only thing. I will start the petition today to put Danica in the booth permanently starting next year with Kevin Harvick. I actually think they would be really good together. Yeah, like I'm, they're I'm both still... some they're both they're both somewhat funny. They're both semi-serious. I know Danica never won a race. I like how they play off each other. Uh we saw it in the pre-game pre-race show I think in Vegas. Yeah. And I I just don't need Clint Boyer's humor like he's not Daryl Waltrip and you don't have to be Daryl Waltrip. I don't know. It was a better broadcast for sure and they actually told us where people were during the race which was nice. Yeah, I, well, I'm team Kurt Busch. I would take Kurt Busch over for sure. Danica. Hey. I will say, I don't think Kevin Harvick talks enough. I think uh, I we mentioned True. that last race. There's, there's t- well, no, I actually I think I mentioned it in the Xfinity. There's times you forget he's in the booth, and Joey Logano just kept talking. I, uh, oh, there was something else I had to say. Oh, I have to look it up. I saw on Twitter someone mentioned that. Uh, Back when she ran NASCAR, Tony Yeri Jr. bought her an iRacing setup to practice. And she, on a like a race hub or pre-race show, said that it collected dust because she never used it, which explains her NASCAR career. Wow. That, yeah. I, Tony, Uri, Jury, J- Tony Uri Jr. is not a name I have heard on this podcast in a very long time, and for good reason. So there you go. Yeah, well, so if he bought her uh, a setup to get better at racing and she never used it, I don't know if I want her in the booth. That's true. (laughs) So anyhow, we'll get on the stage. On to the race. Yeah, is it back to stage two? Larson, this is why you pick pit uh, stall one, boys and girl. Larson beats Byron off pit road from pit stall number one. Big movers, Kyle Busch up five spots to fifth. Bad big mover, Ryan Blaney down three spots to ninth. Dinger is too fast exiting. Dylan, Ty, how sad is that, that you don't get your grandpa's ride? I just, every time I see Ty Dillon, I get sad for him. I just shrug my shoulders and feel bad. Yeah, (laughs) he is too fast entering. Tyler Reddick, here's one of those issues we talked about. Wheelnut came off. He had to put it back on. They avoided a penalty. But it was a really slow stop. He dropped seven spots. Lap 69 restart. Larson and Byron battling again. Larson is able to hold them off and get the lead. Hamlin and Bell are running uh, neck and neck behind. Lap 118, we'll get a long stretch of green flag or laps right here. Denny Hamlin starts the green flag pit cycle from third place, comes down the pit lane. Next lap, on one, lap 119, the leaders come in. Really low stop for Christopher slow Bell. Stop. He dropped, I, I'm, uh, I wrote this. I'll say so low fast. stop for. Uh, it dropped in four spots, which is one of the lower spots he was in the race. But yeah. slow stop again. Some some Gibbs racing pit crew issues for Christopher Bell uh, drops in four shots, four spots. Michael McDowell gets a speeding penalty, which it felt like maybe the seventh speeding penalty of the day already. And then uh, Kyle Busch, like maybe Kyle Busch's fifth speeding penalty of the year already, uh, and an uncontrolled tire out of his pit crew too. Kevin Harvick, he's back in the lean, uh, rolling in the second stage, gets a great long run, picks up the fourth place. Lap 138, yellow flag. First time we've had this happen this year, at least I can remember, Will explodes on the 10-car of Eric Amarola. And this Thomas wrote in the rundown. I'm confused. The crew said the wheel broke. No, guys, it exploded. But, well, the wheel exploded, and this is the part that confused me because they say part of the wheel is still on the car. But then they said it's a two-lap penalty for the team. Why is that a two-lap penalty? I wondered that when I listened to the broadcast, like, 
there was never a clear explanation for Mike Joy. Just he said it's a two lap penalty, and then because the wheel stole in the car, they said I just thought it was because maybe because the part was bad. But they even I don't went, know. They even went to Regan Smith on the pit road, and he mentioned that the part of the wheel mm-hmm. was still on the car. So, Hard. so it wasn't. They I don't know. Maybe they did put the wheel on wrong, and that's what caused it. But it didn't matter that it was a two lap penalty because he was in the pits for five laps. So five laps. <laughs> so yeah. So useless penalty. Larson in front of Byron on the restart. A yawn at that point. We get to the midway point of the race, lap 156. Harvick, though, is up to third. Will the, the closer close? There's no change in the pits up front. Kyle Larson wins the stage. Hendrick Motorsports continues to dominate, almost like they're possibly cheating. Byron in second, followed by Harvick, Kozlowski, Reddick in the top five. Hamlin, Bell, Blaney, Chastain, Briscoe also earn points. Yeah, I mean, it's just another dominant Hendrick stage, Thomas. And then Kevin Harvick always is there uh, at Phoenix. But then we talked about it. Brad Kozlowski, Tyler Reddick in the top five for the entire stage. Jenny Hamlin raced well all weekend. Then we got to see our old buddy Chase Briscoe. Shout out to our guy, Luke Hillen, who's getting ready for the uh, first round of the NCAA tournament tonight. 14 car had a pretty good run in stage two to get a stage point there to close it out. Yeah, they – I mean, it's we've already documented it's been a rough year for Stuart Haas Racing, but uh, showing a little bit of signs of life. Harvick has a really good pit stop. Uh, he mm-hmm. moves up to second. It's Larson, Harvick, uh, Byron uh, out of the pits first. Larson out front on the restart. Harvick is able to hold off Byron for second. 85 laps to go. This is where uh, Mike Joy takes a condescending shot at Keyboard Warriors as he mentions that Fox is... Uh, Going to take their last full commercial break of the race because that people have been bitching. It seems like there's 69,420 commercial breaks. I don't think side by side is much better. But, anyways, I'm personally am getting tired of my. Yeah, enjoy. you're only. You we talk the about the racers. Player. We talk about the racers in the booth. I'm getting. Yeah. And I think I'm, sadly, I think I'm in the minority. Yeah, you know, I like Mike Joy. I always have, but there are some times where he, you know, I'll, I'll play a little inside baseball with you here. I like to watch the Atlanta Braves on MLB TV, and Joe Simpson is a guy who I enjoy listening to, but Joel, Joe can get a little old, cranky baseball guy on you sometimes. Yeah. That's why he's doing radio now. That's kind of what happens with Mike Joy sometimes to me, Thomas, is like we just want to be able to watch the race in a clean, competitive, uh, and entertaining fashion. And when you, like, see three green flag laps and go back to a break, and then we have – green flag pit stops and then we go side by side basically out of the pit lanes it's a little tough it's nascar and golf twitter this is the only time they're ever the same because this is what happens in the pga tour all the time when people complain about going to the commercial break after seeing three shots but i don't know it's okay we did get a seven lap commercial break when we finally get to watch some racing kyle larson in the lead kevin harvick in second followed by byron bell and then tyler reddick in the top five with 70 78 laps to go 70 to go josh berry michael mcdowell and Corey lajoy are the first lead lap cars to hit the pit road to start the pit cycle. The leaders, except Larson, pit two laps later. Then comes Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson, and then another one, very sad, Daniel Suarez gets uh, enters the pit lane too fast. Eric Jones stays out trying to hope for the caution flag, doesn't come in, but with 51 to go, he gets past the lead. Didn't work out for the 43. Very, very sad. Yeah, we got 44 to go. Harvick, has, no one thought it could happen. Harvick passes Larson for the lead. During Crank It Up, the closer causes Clint Boyer to break the silence, and uh, they bust in and talk about it. 
Cliff Daniels is pissed that Larson was high in three and four. He seemed like an angry elf, but they showed it every time he was running low, he was getting loose. So Cliff Daniels possibly should be pissed at himself. 31 to go. Eric Jones finally pits. Uh, the yellow flag never came out, but his net gain loss during that attempt was zero. So it was a, it was a good gamble for him. 25 to go. Harvick has a two second lead. He can cruise to win number 10 at Phoenix. 20 to go, stretches the lead to 3.3 seconds to go, but then 11 to go. I'm not going to read what I wrote. Uh, Harrison Harrison Burton spins out four laps down. He is four laps back, still on the racetrack, just affects the race. It's awesome when a crap car four laps down affects the outcome of the race. I personally think... They need to do like Survivor, and every 10 laps, you yank a car off the track. But that's just me. I just, because at this point, Can you I know Harvick's a... not going to win. Harvick was a long run speed guy. Yep. Uh, and yeah, there's going to be six laps to go when they restart. Can I have a hot take really fast? Yeah. Is Harrison Burton the worst driver in the last 30 years in the 21 car? Could be. Could be. I mean, like, I, I know his like lineage or whatever but when he had a pretty like good Elliot's, it's it could be 21 guys. is the trash car getting worse every year because he, he wasn't awful in Xfinity he wasn't super great but he was battling Cindric for a while there for best Xfinity yeah, driver he, Xfinity driver I mean now let's say this this is a team that's won five races in the, since my entire my entire lifetime which is yeah. from 1991 on. But, I mean, the drivers that have been in the car have been good. Ken Schrader, Ricky Rudd, Elliot Sadler, yeah. Trevor Bain won a 500. Ryan Blaney won a race. He's pretty good. And it just does – I don't know. Is the, is the 21 car that bad or is Harrison Burton that bad? It's even Matty D had, like, some better performances. He wasn't as trash at times as Harrison Burton is. But let's go on. we got to close this book on this race. Yeah, I was sad. Uh, six to go – or wait, six cars – go with two tire pit stops to get ahead of Harvick. That's going to be Larson, Byron, Blaney, Chastain, Bush, and Hamlin. We restart with three to go. Larson, big block on Blaney going down low. Two separate incidents in the back, though, bring out a yellow flag, so we're going to go to NASCAR uh, overtime. Dinger, Gibbs, and Gregson were the cars involved in those two. Overtime, Larson out front with his two tires or Larson and Byron are out front with two tires. Blaney is in the second row with two tires. Tyler Reddick, the one to watch for, he's in row two with four tires. Reddick pushes Byron past Larson on the outside. So we got Byron out front, but then Larson boxes in Reddick, and that allows Byron to get away for the win. Blaney nips Larson for second. William Byron wins the race, his second consecutive win, sixth career victory. Like we said, Blaney in second. Casey Kane probably would have finished second here, too. Uh, we got Reddick in third, Larson fourth, Harvick fifth. 50-plus point day days for Byron and Larson. 10-plus point days for Byron and Larson. Uh, mm-hmm. Bell, Briscoe, Bush, Bowman, the killer bees. Bell, Briscoe, Bush, Bowman, Barry in the top 10. Barry, who you didn't hear from all race, sneaks in the top 10 at the end. Four um, top 10 Hendrick cars. What a thought. Yeah. I admittedly seem like probably someone who would like the big hat, but I think the big hat's stupid. What if we made like life-size NASCAR cars? Like I saw somebody the other day, instead of having a big hat, they had a big basketball. I can get behind that. 
Yeah. I just like if you had your own big uh big 24 car yeah you just get presented said the big hat that's better yeah but yeah the big hat is dumb three cars are in the yep. playoffs at this point stenhouse bush byron other 13 in uh before incidents of the week are bowman harvick chastain larson bell hamlin blaney truex suarez logano Kozlowski, Busher, Bubba Wallace. So, wow, two uh, RFK cars. In the rookie battle, we'll be highlighting all year because we love it. Ty Gibbs widens his gap one point over Gregson, so now he's up 19 points. We're going to get right into the almost same name, United Reynolds 200, no parentheses K because that's Miles. Cole Custer, the pole vaulter, wins the pole. He'll be out front with Justin Allgaier, Daniel Hemrick, and John Hunter Nemechek, row two, Sheldon Creed, Chandler Smith, row three. Intimidator goes home. He doesn't qualify. Very sad. No number 66 in the race. Kyle Busch, Jeffrey Earnhardt, Parker Kligerman all go to the back for unapproved adjustments or a backup car. Custer hits the dogleg to start the race. He's going to be out front, followed by Hemrick and Creed. Kyle Busch, who didn't qualify, he just got in on owner points. But that means he didn't practice or qualify, so he's on new tires, and he moves up 14 spots in the first five laps. Lap 23, Custard leads Allgaier by 2.5 seconds. Creed is followed by the JGR drivers, Nemechek and Sammy Smith. First rest, uh, reference to re- uh, Resin. Uh, according to Bob Cochris, yeah. they put uh, Resin on the high grooves in turn three and four and ran tire dragon over it. They didn't apply anything to one and two, although there's still stuff there from spring last year. So uh, we honestly didn't hear much about it during the race like we have in past mm-hmm. years. So that was good. Yeah. Uh, lap 28, Bush up to 14th, but he's sort of plateaued. And then lap 29, Leland Honeymoon, <laughs> Honeyman, I never say his name right, has a bumper cover flapping around with a rookie stripe on it. It comes flying off, causing a debris caution. Yeah, it's going to start some pit stops. No short pitters in this one. Custer out front with Sammy Smith fighting Allgaier for second on the lap 36 restart. Two more laps ahead, lap 38 with eight to go. In the stage, Justin Allgaier gets past Cole Custer on the outside. It's funny because Thomas wrote Custard in the, in the rundown <laughs> this week instead of Custer. Lap 40, Josh Berry gets a little uh, – it spins out with a little help from Chandler Smith. And this was a good part. Adam Alexander really, really wants somebody to flip the stage, and they do, and he gets very excited about it. Yeah, like every every time there's a yellow flag, he's like, you think they'll flip the stage? You think they'll short pit? Like, just let it happen, Adam. A bunch of guys do, though. Five to go. It's Nemechek, Brandon Jones, Ryan Truex, Austin Hill, Sam Mayer, and more. So we're going to restart with two to go in the stage. All guy are out front with Creed, Sammy Smith, and Riley Herbst. I had a, some others in three wide. All guy wins the stage. He's looking good. He's followed by Creed, Smith, Sammy, uh, Riley Herbst, and Daniel Hemrick in the top five. Custer, Bush, Mayer, Nemechek, and Chandler Smith finishing the points. On the stage two, on the restart, you'll have some cars on four-lap old tires in front of the fresh stickers. Cole Custer then runs over the tire gun hose. Long pit stop for the pole vaulter known as Cole Custer. First stage was 45 laps. We're not taking the green flag for stage two until we're starting lap 56, which is a asinine long break in yeah. an Xfinity race. Yeah, it's weird because uh, cup racing, like there was eight 
eight laps in between stages. For some reason, this took an extra three, two or three laps. But we get Nemechek in front of Mill and uh, Hill and Mayer on the restart. Uh, get a lap in before Brett Moffitt spins out from 11th place to bring out the yellow. On the next restart, it's Nemechek ahead of Hill and Mayer again. Lap 69. We didn't see this in the cup race. Getting a lot of yellows. Connor Mozak spins out. He brings out the yellow. <laughs> they're doing these in-race uh, interview thingies. Like, well, not in-race. They tape them before the race, show them in-race. Austin Hill tells us he's a real horn dog for the uh, women of 90s country music. He really loves Shania Twain. She puts him in the bone zone. Good to know about Austin Hill. It didn't learn that he was a pole vaulter, which would have been weird to have two pole vaulters. And we could do uh, battle the battle the network stars uh, would be or superstars would be awesome. Yep. Uh, restart on lap seventy five. John Hunter Nemechek ahead of Austin Hill and Ryan Truex, but Nemechek gets busted, goes by the yellow line or below the yellow line for the starting line. The green flag has a pass through penalty, but he somehow stays in the lead lap, which was looking pretty good for my race pick for a little bit. Hill is ahead of a Sammy Smith and Ryan Truex is. Uh, they hit the middle of stage two, lap 48. Josh Berry spins out again. Really rough day for Josh Berry, who's pretty solid usually in Xfinity. Got some help from his old teammate, Sam Mayer, by the way. Yeah. Little, uh, junior Motorsports on Junior Motorsports Crime. Uh, Mayer said he thought Berry checked up on him, but Sam Mayer really just plotted in the back of Josh Berry. And Adam Alexander really wants everyone to flip the stage again. A lot come in, including the leaders, so he gets his way. Allgar stays out, though. He's not a... Uh, he, He's got a big buffer, though, between uh, the pitters. Uh, so he'll restart two to go, and there's really no one that could catch him to get the stage win. He uh, wins the stage for the sweep. He's followed by Austin Hill, Daniel Hemrick, Sammy Smith, and Kyle Busch. Round out the top 10. Fredo, Mayer, Herps, Krasgrala, and Sheldon Creed in the top 10. But then Allgaier has to pit, and he goes all the way back to 30th behind the short pitters. So. Kind of set him back the rest of the way, to be honest with you, because I thought it might be Justin Allgaier's day. Uh, lap 101, not a great restart by Austin Hill. Bush, Kyle Bush super shortcuts the doll to get the lead. Joey T Logano, by the way, during this whole stretch, talking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Arvig needs to bust in more often. They're seriously, like I said, times I forget he's in the booth because it's just Adam and Joey talking and Arvik's just there. I don't know. Maybe he's texting people. Uh, maybe he's ordering pizza I, from Hunt Bros. Talking about his hair plugs. I don't know. <laughs> he, just talk, he just talks a lot. I, that's to your point about Kevin Harvick. I don't know if he doesn't talk enough in the broadcast because Joey Logano just talks a ton, um, but that's all right. It, it just makes it for a weird broadcast, but in my opinion, in the Xfinity races. Uh, I'm going to say here, the windshield wipers on the car are goofy as shit. <laughs> like, there was a 0.001% chance of rain. I sort of feel like they could take those off and then put them back on. But uh, yep. lap 103, Sammy Smith in the lead. The Flying J car. I know someone who likes that car. They should order the die cast. JGR is in first, sixth, and seventh with uh, Smith, Ryan Drix, and uh, Nemechek. Lap 124, Kyle Busch has a big garbage on his grill. I feel like this is the year of garbage on the grill. It happens a couple times a race. He gives up second place to Austin Hill to get behind him to take the garbage off the grill. But meanwhile, this allows Sammy Smith to get out uh, a big gap between those two. 62 to go. Gray Galding brings out the yellow of note. Allgaier up to 12th at the time of this yellow. So he is moving up, but yep. yeah, still in a precarious uh, spot. 
Then we get a little Joey Logano mansplaining for Kevin Harvick uh, as the Justin Allgaier moves up and Greg Gaulding's brought out that yellow telling people what Kevin Harvick actually meant to say was something that was pretty plain and obvious. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And, a lot of uh, pitting for cars that put on their last set of tires. So this is it. Like 62 laps to go. This track has a lot of wear but no one's going to be able to pit the rest of the way. 54 laps to go. We've had eight different leaders, which is already a Phoenix Xfinity record. A uh, little stat we gave you. Restart. Austin Hill and Kyle Busch are duking it out for the lead, but uh, Sammy Smith shoots in between. He makes it three wide, but the yellow comes out. 52 to go. Sheldon Creed has spun around. A lot of cars lucky to avoid him. Looks like he had a... Uh, Flat rear left tire. Allgaier's up to fifth at this point. They're patting each other on the back over the radio, talking about how great of a move it was, and he's going to be out front soon. I wouldn't mention this unless I was foreshadowing something. I feel like I spoiled alerted something. But 44 to go. Sammy Smith in front. Nemechek right behind, battling Kyle Busch. 30 to go. Fast pasta, who I hadn't seen all race, but he brings out the caution. We're going to restart 25 to go. Teammates out front. Sammy Smith on the inside. Nemechek on the outside. Kyle Busch shoots way below Sammy Smith, but he can't get by. Nemechek gets up into the wall. He drops out of the top 10, but then we get big, big, big damage for Justin Allgaier. There will be no more patting each other on the back. Teammate Brandon Jones got into him. Uh, but that's not what finished him. It was a, a eventually no. uh, Brett Moffat got into Kazgrala and Kazgrala finished Allgaier. It was the old classic domino effect and yeah. what absolutely did just Allgaier's day. He actually gets some good points out of this. We'll talk about it at the end, but it kind of, he, again, the bridesmaid to the bride for Justin yep. Allgaier. Uh, restart at 15 to go. Sammy Smith inside and Kyle Busch on the outside. Really good start by Sammy Smith and to take the lead followed by Kyle Busch and Chandler Smith as they're chasing and trying to chase him down. 12 to go. Ryan Truex had a really good day. He was in that fray of Kyle Busch and Chandler Smith, but then Sammy Smith uh, really was uh, allowed to widen that gap as they kind of go three wide to occur a couple laps. 10 to go. Truex up to second. JGR now 1, 2, 6. Got the RCR cards at 7, 8, and then Colic 3, 4, and 10. There's only one junior motorsports car in the top 10, and that is Josh Berry in ninth. Yeah, odd to see. Last couple of years, it seems like those cars are always in the top 10. Three to go. Truck's not getting much closer than the uh, half second. On the last lap, Chandler Smith gets in the Kyle Busch, drops him all the way down into ninth place from third. No one in the booth mentions it happens. And I forgot to put it in the rundown. Uh, the last lap, uh, Denny Hamlin uh, walled Ross Chastain. And uh, no one even mentioned that happened during that race but we'll get to that later because that leads to something sammy smith wins first career win youngest winner ever at phoenix he wipes uh william byron off the books as the youngest winner whopping 55 points guess who's in second ryan truex ryan not martin truex, truex. Ryan, ryan truex a good ride and he has a pretty good finish uh he finished second followed by creed herps chandler smith in the top five Creed finishes third despite having to run on scuffs the last 50 laps. Pretty impressive. Nima Hill, Barry, uh, Bush, and Hemrick in the top five. 40-plus points for Creed, Herbst, and Hemrick. Allgaier picks up 21 points despite finishing in 36. So go win them stages. 
Yeah, that's the whole point, apparently, of winning the stages. You know, TD, uh, obviously, Sammy Smith, that's a huge win. Love the car and the paint scheme, but that's a good place for Sammy Smith to win. It's not an easy track for a young guy to win at, but really big days, because I like Sheldon Creed and think he's got potential. But for for Sheldon Creed, Riley Hurst, and Daniel Hemrick, it's early, but they kind of needed a big day, to be honest. Yeah. They finally mentioned the Chandler Smith Kyle Bush incident after a very, 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 very short checker flag. Interview. Very short. Like one of the shortest interviews I've ever seen. I thought it was to go to something else, but then they came back. Kyle Weatherman finished 17th in the car that David Starr usually finishes 34th in. So <laughs> he's a solid driver. I'd like to see him in a real car at some point. Um, yep. Standings we get Hill, Sammy Smith, and Neiman Checker in the playoffs. Hill owns 12 playoff points. Other nine in right now. Allgaier, Chandler Smith, Herbst, Mayer, Custer, Barry, Hemrick, Creed, and Kligerman. Last week we mentioned, <laughs> I might have uh, jinxed him. We noted that Joe Graff Jr. was in ninth place, but he plummets 17 spots down to 16th with his 31st place finish. Sheldon Creed, Daniel Hemrick were on the outside, but they're big positive movers. Brandon Jones still scuffling in 18th spot. I think it's karma for him not wrecking Ty Gibbs in the championship four last year. Yeah, maybe. I put the jinx on Brandon Jones, man. I pick him to win. I think at Fontana, oof, my fault. Like, it is all on me. So the news, word of the news portion, doesn't get much bigger than this news. Phoenix. NASCAR confiscated the louvers, not the Louvre, like don't hang it in the Louvre, the louvers from four Hendrick cars and Justin Haley. I'm not sure why not Almondinger. They were found to have jerry-rigged a single source part, which NASCAR's made as clear, uh, made clear as illegal with the next gen cars. And uh, they penalized the uh, team last year. I don't think I got the the total penalty because there's also playoff points. I think they lose. So those, mm-hmm. the four drivers, they doesn't include Chase Elliott or Josh Berry, but the five teams lost a hundred points and 10 playoff points. Four drivers lost a hundred points and 10 playoff points. And then all five crew chiefs suspended for four races which for Hendrick, like normally you can shuffle some, it's pretty hard a for crew chiefs and they're each fined a hundred thousand. So yeah, huge, huge penalty. Yeah. The biggest penalty NASCAR has ever handed down. Now I will say like, it's not as bad for Byron cause he's got two race wins, but yeah, yep. it, it's pretty bad for the other guys. And it's bad in the owner's points for the number nine car. Because they're not running really well right now, and then you lose those points, and who knows when Chase will be back. Yeah, I think the guy who I actually think it hurts maybe the most is Alex Bowman. Yeah, he's – and when the guy had sort of helped is Chase Elliott. I know. Three spots. Um, And Uh, well, the guy had hurt the worst is Haley. Like he's – That's true. Well, Justin Haley, for sure. Out of the Hendrick guys, it's Alex Bowman. Well, we got one other penalty. We mentioned uh, Hamlin into the – putting Chastain in the wall, but then loose lips sink ships. He felt the need to talk about it on his podcast and uh, NASCAR heard it. They're sort of put in the box. Like you, he, he said he did it. He meant to do it. He's like, I knew I wasn't going to finish in the top 10. I was going to finish 20th. I was going to take Chastain with me. So NASCAR fined uh, Denny Hamlin 50,000 and they docked him 25 driver points for intentionally causing Chastain to lose spots. 
Yeah, yeah. Don't you ain't got to tell everybody, Denny Hamlin. We knew it was intentional. You just didn't have to go out there and say it. Like, yeah. Um. They the Miranda. You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything you can yep. uh, say, kind of will be used against you. It was, and you know, and I don't mind the driver saying it, but Denny Hamlin's a, also a team owner, and he's a team yeah. owner. He's a team owner who, in the past, has bitched about the cost of racing, and you intentionally wreck two cars. Um, so I don't feel for sad. a team that's for a team that's similar to you, Denny Hamlin. Track house, I know track house is probably a competitor. Twenty three eleven, I get it, but like, come on, we're fighting the same fight here, guys. Like, I don't know, it just it's a mess. We got new standings, Thomas. Yeah, we got new standings. Byron uh, is in despite being in twenty ninth place, <laughs> uh, plus Stenhouse and Bush. So the other thirteen right now would be Harvick, Chastain, Bell, Blaney, Trex, Suarez. Logano, Kozlowski, Busher, Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, Austin Sindrick, and Corey LaJoy. I say, wait for it. Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy. Uh, Reddick is up to 17th place, two spots out of the playoffs. Briscoe in 21st, six places back. Hamlin would be fourth instead of 12th because of his 25 points. The 25 points dropped him from fourth to 12th. Alex Bowman all the way back to 23rd, as we mentioned. So yeah, it's uh, it's not looking good, but they got plenty of time to make it up. It's just I think more of those ten playoff points could hurt them in the long run because mm-hmm. I don't see Kyle Larson not making it. Sorry, Corey LaJoy, I think he'll catch yeah. you, but uh, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's very, very we, strange. Other news: razor thin margin. Nashville Fair Board approves a proposal to bring NASCAR back to the Nashville Fairgrounds with renovations. Uh, now it moves on to the Metropolitan Sports Authority in Nashville Metro Council to approve. Hopefully the crusty old neighbors don't make us stink. <laughs> so we got You that. never know. Uh, fresh off his back-to-back Cup Series win, William Byron announces he's going to run three races for Kyle Busch Motorsports. He'll go to Bristol Dirt, Darlington Throwback, and North Wilkesboro. And final news, sort of sad. Bailey Curry is out of the number four Xfinity car for JD Motorsports. He's going to be replaced by Garrett Smithley, who will drive for the rest of the season. But he does pick up a part-time ride uh, for the number 41 Nice Motorsports truck, which is probably, uh, he has a previous relationship with them. And in the long run, it might be better because the 41 in the trucks is probably a better ride than the four in the Xfinity. But that's that. Long run. That's that that's for that. news. All right, let's preview. What do you want to call it? Hotlanta? Is that what you, we talked about this before the podcast? You don't like Hotlanta? Or ATL. We're just going to call it uh, Atlanta. We're just going to call it live from Hampton, Georgia. It's the Ambetter Help 400 Atlanta Motor Speedway. Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. God's Time. Coverage starts 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. God's Time on Fox. PRN and Sirius XM. Country Band. Parmalee doing a pre-race concert. That's my hint to tell you who they are. Oh, they're a country man because I had no idea who they are. I do know who Jesse no Metcalf idea. is. He's going yes. to be he's going to be the co-grand marshal for the race. I know him from Hallmark Christmas movies. He's also was in Desperate Housewives. I think he's been doing stuff more recently because he won a SAG award. Um, is he not in John Tucker Must Die? Might be. I didn't. I never saw I mean, it. That's um, hey. That's a solid one. Other co-grand marshals, though, are members of some members of the defending champion Georgia Bulldogs football team, including Smale Mondin Jr., Michael Williams, and Kamari Lassiter. 
Honorary starter is Catherine Kirby, COO of Am Better Health. I feel she should be pissed because if I'm going to sponsor the race, I want to tell people to start their engines. That's exactly what I was going to say. Four uh, T-38s will do the flyover. They're called the American Beagles, which is, I didn't know Beagles could fly. Florida Air National Guard. Distance is 400 miles, 260 laps on the 1.53 mile track. We've got stages of 60, 100, and 100, which is actually good by me, TD, in my book. Uh, no one I've known in the race. J- uh, JJ Yelly back in the 15. David Gillen back in the, or Todd Gillen, sorry. Shout out his dad. Todd Gillen back in the 38. Josh Berry still in the nine car because the hometown guy from Dawsonville, Georgia, which is not really close to this track, is still out with a broken leg. But at least he can be home and play billiards. Mm-hmm. No practice, which is tainted. Qualifying at 11.35 a.m. Uh, Saturday on FS1. 118th race for uh, Atlanta. First race was July 31st, 1960. Fireball Roberts might be a relation to Evan Roberts. He won in a Pontiac, so that was pretty cool. Track hosted two races a year from 1960 to 2010. Started hosting two uh, again in 2021. We've had 47 different winners, six active winners in the race. Harvick with three wins, uh, 2001, 2018, 2020. A lot of that doesn't mean anything because of the reconfiguration. Kozlowski, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Busch with two apiece. Byron won in 2022 in the new configuration. Blaney, 2021. Hamlin, 2012. Dale Earnhardt Sr. has most uh, wins all time with nine. Uh, last six well, uh, races have had six different winners. Kozlowski, 2019. Harvick, 2020. Blaney, spring, 21. Bush, Kurt Bush, fall 2021, Byron, spring 2022, Chase Elliott, fall 2022. Of note, Ross Chastain was a runner-up at both races last year. Yep. And like Thomas said, since it's a totally different track, since they made it a mile and a half, really doesn't make sense to mull over the track data too much, but the spring race last year won by William Byron, who's won the last two races. He ran part of a track record, 46 league changes among 20 different drivers. There's also 141 green flag passes for the lead. And in total, there were 6,539 total green flag passes, which makes me think this track is a lot better in this new configuration than the old one. Yeah, those were all Cup Series records. So then the 6,500 green flag passes over 400 miles was more than the Coca-Cola 600, which used to hold the... So 200 miles got more passes. We got featured matchups. William Byron, Kyle Larson, they've been running one, two at most of the races, the last two races. But Byron's gotten the glory. And I personally think he continues to get the glory. So I'm picking him for this one. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to go Kyle Larson with you. I don't think he can win the third one in a row. Even though he has won in Atlanta. I actually think Kyle Larson's had the best car uh, throughout the entire season. So I'll take Kyle Larson in this one. We got Kevin Harvick versus uh, Tyler Reddick, outgoing veteran versus rising star. I'm going to go Kevin Harvick. I think he's out for blood this year in his last year. <laughs> his guns are blazing. I liked what Tyler Reddick did last week, but he's only really, I think he's only ran two races in Atlanta. So I'm going to go Kevin Harvick, who's got to win here in the older configuration. But, you know, of all the Stuart Haas cars, the four cars been the best one. There you go. Then we got Kozlowski and uh, versus Wallace. Build as two top-notch super speedway racers. I think Wallace 
even though Kozlowski's run better this year, I think Wallace is a better super speedway racer. So if we're going super speedway, I'm going Bubba Wallace. Yeah, I'm going to go Bubba Wallace as well. I think the RFK has been a lot better, like we talked about. Uh, but this might be a place where Bubba could notch a top five. And I think uh, I think he could really run well this weekend. And we got Ricky Stenhouse Jr. versus Austin Dillon. Build is another badge of great super speedway racers. Doesn't give you much confidence when you see both racers got DNFs in both races in Atlanta last year. I'm going to go Austin Dillon, though. Yeah, I'll take the three car. Just that's solely because maybe the guy who made the three car thing uh, won a lot of races in Atlanta in the old track. Who do you got for your long shot? Long shot, I just mentioned him, Bubba Wallace. I think this is a track that uh, Bubba ran pretty well at last year. He is a super speedway, quote unquote, guy for the most part. But overall, Bubba's had some really good uh, stretches in, in, in throughout parts of the year. He's got four top 20s here. This is a new configuration. Best finish in Atlanta since 2020's 13th. But he's finished every race. And so that's part of the thing here in Atlanta now with the new, new setup. So I'll take the 23 car. I got Eric Jones. I'm back on the Eric Jones long there shot. There we go. He finished fourth, uh, 14th and 4th on the reconfigured track last year. So he got better. Uh, at that pace, he should finish negative sixth in this race, which is uh, that puts him ahead of everyone. But he got winning. Winner, I'm going to go with hopefully he breaks this winless streak, Ryan Blaney in the 12th car. Oh, good. Four top fives. He's led, uh, led races here the last two times. He usually starts in the top 10. He, his slowest finish here is 17th in the last five times out. So I'm going to take the 12 car to break the skid finally. And I also picked Ross Chastain twice in the last two weeks. So I was going to change it up. There you go. And I'm picking Ross Chastain. He was the bridesmaid twice last year. This year he becomes the bride in Atlanta. So a little hot Atlanta wedding for uh, old uh, Ross. We got Xfinity, the Raptor, king of tough 250. I feel like I should pick an Alpha Prime uh, car to win this race. <laughs> it's uh, Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern, coverage starting at 4, FS1, PRN, Series XM. 251 miles because the king of tough 251 didn't sound tough enough. It's going to be 160 lap stages of 40, 40, 83, 39 cars entered, 38 spots. One poor sap's going to go home. Justin Haley, the only cup invader. Other notables, Chad Chastain in the number 91. Ryan Trubex in the 19 after his uh, runner-up finished last week. Only been 33 Xfinity races at Atlanta, which seems like a really low number. Harvick holds all the Xfinity records here, but he's not in the race. He had five wins, 11 top fives, 13 top tens. Uh, plus, he also holds the record for most lead lap finishes. Laps completed, laps led. And then uh, two previous winners in the race, Justin Allgaier won in 2021 for the reconfig. Austin Hill won in 2022 in the new track. Austin Hill won the, was in the July race. And then Ty Gibbs won the March race, but he's obviously not in this one because he's in the 54 car in the Cup Series. All righty. Who you got winning? Well, I was going to go down like you were gonna, thinking about doing the uh, the 10 car path here, but I'm actually going to uh, take, sorry, uh, Austin Hill. Uh, I think he runs well here. He won the spring race last year, uh, or July race last year. I really wanted to pick Justin Allgaier too, but like, I just can't do it. I, I, mm -hmm. I picked him last week. We, you finished 36th or whatever. You get some points, but like, he was really solid last week and their strategy of trying to work their way back really bit him. I just couldn't do it. So I went, I went Austin Hill. 
So that we'll, was where we'll I say Evan picked him. We'll say Evan picked him. So one of us picked him. I thought he was picking fast pasta this week, but you know, because Italian food is really popular in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Austin Hill because he is really good on super speedways, and this is now a super speedway, and he won last uh, uh, last year here. But I'm gonna stick with the number ten college car until it actually wins. Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch have let me down the last three races, but I think Justin Haley gets to win this week. Of note, colleague drivers AJ Allmendinger and Landon Castle both got a top five and two top tens in colleague cars here last year. The other driver, Daniel Hemmer, got a fifth place and a crash. So they've run, they've got it dialed up at this track. Justin Haley, I think, comes in, gets the uh, Cup Invader win, which we haven't seen one of those in a while. Yeah, we have not seen one of those in a while because uh, we really thought Kyle Busch was going to pull a bunch of them off in his return. Uh, so far in this one. All right, let's talk. To, let's talk some trucks. Uh, this I think this should be like the Fox Bros Barbecue Two Hundred Eight instead of the FRH Two Hundred Eight. But that's just me because Fox Bros is an elite barbecue place in Atlanta. Is that Freight uh, or FRH? I thought it was Freight, and then I it looked like their website said FRH, and then it, they had another thing where they referred to them as Freight. I don't know. That's bad brand marketing, folks. Yeah, but it rhymes. So uh, it's back in Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah, Sorry. we got a double header Saturday. Just so this isn't a Friday night. Just bam, back to you. Oh yeah, that's a good call. Not a Friday night. Saturday, two p.m. Eastern, one p.m. Central. Cover starts at one p.m. Eastern on FS1. MRN for the race one, or for this race because as Thomas always says, PRN hates truck racing and the poor people racing, and it's also <laughs> on Sirius XM. It's two hundred eight miles, one hundred thirty five laps, stages of 30, 30, 75. 36 cars, 36 drivers entered. Nobody's going to head home in this one. I'm actually checking the weather because the double ladder has me worried. Um, let's see what we got here for the daily forecast. Oh, gosh. We got, well, good. We got rain on Friday, 96%, but not on Saturday. So that works out perfect. So hopefully we get the races in. Double headers always make me leery. Um, we got four previous winners in the race. Corey Heim won in 2022. He got his first and only, or a win in his first and only start in Atlanta. He's looking to join Kyle Busch as the only driver to go back-to-back at track. Grant Enfinger won here in 2020. He has three top fives, five top tens, and seven starts. He led 14 laps last year, but ultimately finished in 12th. Nemechek is in the number 17 for Tricon. He has a 2016 win, two five, uh, top fives, two top tens, and five starts. Old man Crafton, 21 starts here. He won in 2015, six top fives, 11 top tens. Most of that's meaningless, though. Only Heim won with the uh, reconfiguration. And last- then last year, Corey Heim in first, Ben Rhodes up second, Ty Majeski third, followed by the Smiths, Jan- Chandler in fourth, Zane Smith in fifth. So who you got, TD? I am not sure I've ever picked him to win a race, <laughs> but I'm going Stuart Friesen here. He led 49 laps year, uh, laps last year, and he won a stage. Ultimately, he finished in six, but I think he gets the win here. Uh, you kind of said him earlier. I'm going to go Grant Infinger. Uh, five top tens and seven stars. Is not had a DNF. Did really race well here in Atlanta last year. Finished 12th, but got some really good history, and then uh, won here in 2020. Uh, right before the COVID uh, pandemic, I believe. So I'll take the old Grant finger, Grant in finger truck to get a victory in Atlanta. Uh, not a lot of good paint schemes here this week, but do not like, a lot of good paint schemes. Yeah, I do like Austin Dillon and these frozen custard, little high price custard, but maybe you can get a coupon. Like the uh, Brad Keselowski and the Kings Hawaiian. I love those slider rolls, the, you know, 
Mm, yeah. than sweet bread, get a little bit of sugar going so you can get that diabetes stirred up. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse in the Nature Valley. I Those bars, they taste good, but man, they just crumble in the little thingy and then you get little crumbs all over your whatever. Do not eat those in a car. Don't eat those in your house. Go outside. One of my golden rules, if you're going to have a Nature Valley bar, go outside. Yeah, don't, don't how you get have a plate underneath you. And then, yeah, uh, very quickly. And then uh, Daniel Suarez in the Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, one of our favorite paint schemes uh, ever since Quinn Hauff took the uh, eight ball whiskey car with him. Can I have a couple of thumbs downs for the weekend? Yes, sir. Um, Denny Hamlin in the 11 Shingrix Toyota, which I'm assuming is a prescription medicine for shingles. I don't have anything against people with shingles. I just don't like the car design. Yeah, it uh, looks bad. He ran that last the, week. It looked bad. Yeah, I um, it's halfway thumbs up on the Joey Logano attempt with the blue and orange auto trainer. It's just going to be a different look uh, than the uh, typical uh, 22 car for Joey Logano, which we all know looks better when it's yellow and red. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Todd Gilland, who has the uh, law offices of Gary Martin Hayes. On the side, nothing like having a photo of an actual lawyer. On I the saw side that. I didn't know going. who. I I thought it was a deal. I thought it was a car dealer. Had I known it was no. a billboard lawyer, I would have voted for that one. So here's the thing: Ken Nugent is the big uh, trial attorney in Georgia. You get a lot of commercials. I've actually never heard of Gary Martin Hayes until today, but you can find more about him at GaryMartinHayes.com because it's down the left and right rear quarter panels. I feel like if there was a race in New Orleans, we can get Morris Bart to uh, sponsor. <laughs> yeah, good call. Um, Xfinity, uh, everyone's favorite, Sammy Smith back in the pilot flying J. John Hunter Nemechek looks pretty sharp in the Mobile One. Kaz Grala, Crush Line Margarita. Sage Karam in the Till Valhalla Project. And a shout-out to Timmy Hill, Prime Bites Protein Ford. It has like a pink lemonade look to it. I sort of like it. Yeah, not bad. The yellow uh, keeps you two... from thinking it's Pepto-Bismol, so that saves it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, it... The yellow does help a little bit as the accent color. Uh, I've got a couple for you. Obviously, we know Justin Allgaier's got to be in the Raptor car because the Raptor sponsored the race. I like Josh Berry's Tire Pros car. I think they've ran it a couple times before, yeah. but it looks really sharp with the red and black, and I, I, I haven't really noticed it, it but it's caught my eye. Um, and then there's the other one. Let me scroll down on my notes really quick here. 43 car that Ryan Ellis is in in the Pella Windows car. Oh, yeah, yeah. You kind of cut your logo off there, guys, in the fabrication shop. But yeah. the yellow and black design's pretty sharp. I, I yeah. like the angles of it. It's pretty cool. Kind of has the old 22 wad button caterpillar vibes to it. Yeah. Um, so I like it. So that's the ones I've got. And I would like the Kyle Sieg Cedar Ridge car if they didn't use a weird font to write out Cedar Ridge. The actual paint looks Cedar Ridge. on it. But yeah, yep. the, the font looks bad. And then I'd even mention Parker Kligerman. I like the Spike Cooler car every race this year. The one car that Everyone. is always bad, it's just too much stuff going on. The allsouthelectric.com number 51 car for Jeremy Clements. And he hasn't gone to Booze Pops in a while, which makes me sad because I bought a Booze Pops t-shirt, uh, Booze Pops Racing, and he hasn't been back in it since. Um, yeah, it's not it's not great. And then the, the trucks, like the number 17, John Hunter Nemechek back in the, uh, it's copper and black, uh, berries, uh, manufacturing. 
And then I always like the Dead on Tools, number 15 of Tanner Gray. And then I always, because I love Wendell Scott Foundation and uh, the number 24, Raja Karuth. I got a couple for you. I, I actually like the Daniel Dye 43 Highs LED truck. I love seeing the 43 numbers, but I actually like kind of the blue, orange, and black scheme that they've got going on there. And I've got one more for you. A John Hunter Nemechek car and the Barry's car, or Barry's truck, Barry's Manufacturing. Kind of has a copper fit vibe to it. It's yeah. black and copper. Don't see that paint scheme very often. I don't really hate it. Don't really love it. But it's a copper, bronze, interesting color on a truck. I haven't seen that very often. And then uh, Evan said Chase Purdy in the Bama Buggies. Uh, uh, absolutely. Which And that is it. That is a lot of, I don't know what we're going to do next week. Hopefully some of us are around. A lot of traveling and uh, whatnot. Going to try to get all three races watched before the weekend's over. And uh, maybe knock it out uh, Monday or Tuesday. But thank you guys. Sorry we only had one episode this week. I know you guys were on pins and needles going, where's the review? But here it is. Keyboard warriors. Uh, Yeah. Damn you, keyboard warriors. Me and Mike Joy are going to just, all the other boys in the booth are going to come down there, including Danica. We're going to kick your ass out in the parking lot. So I hear uh, Bobby Hillen Jr. That means this episode's over. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running many stops when I was 13 And won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde, he built a car for me Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride harry high and now i've got some others on my side